Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. Welcome to the Kaiju Cast, a podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is episode 77, the first episode for March 2013. Um, and because I've sat on this interview for far too long, I decided to give my co-hosts the episode off and play the audio from a panel that I recorded last year uh, at G-Fest with none other than Mr. Akira Takarara, uh, co-host. No, not co-host. <laughs> He's a co-star of Godzilla from the very first movie and was in many, many other movies, uh, Godzilla and non-Godzilla alike. And um, I feel like I should actually tell you guys a little bit about how that came about. At the show last year, I really wanted to interview the guests from Japan, and I wasn't sure if that was actually going to happen. The panel immediately following the live KaijuCast episode uh, was the second panel with veteran actor Takarada-san. And um, as I was breaking down my equipment, Brett Hominick came up and asked me if I wanted to actually run the panel and, of course, record it for the show. Uh, let me tell you, I was experiencing a healthy dose of both panic and elation, but uh, we recorded, and despite me being completely unprepared, I think it came out pretty well. There's one thing that I do need to warn you guys about, especially if you were there at the panel. The Q&A session, the section of the of the panel, is, did not make it into this podcast. Um just was impossible to get the audio from the crowd. So if we do this again next year where um, I get to do this in front of a crowd, which would be amazing, 
I'll, I promise to have a microphone there for, for people to ask questions. Um, now, we'll get to that interview right after the music portion of the show because we did have some music requests. We're going to start things off with Requiem from Godzilla vs. Destroya uh, by Akira Ifukabe for James. Then we'll move into Fighter Sortie from Godzilla Raids Again for Jason. And then we're going to play something that's not a request. It's just something I wanted to hear uh, because next month's movie is uh, The Mysterians. We're going to play Markalite Flying Atomic Heat Projector, uh, of course, from Akira Fukube from the movie The Mysterians. Like I said, uh, we'll, we'll play that interview immediately following the music.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second interview with Mr. Akira Takarada. All right, folks, and this interview will be done a little bit differently. As you can see, this is also going to be done as part of the Kaiju Cast with Kyle Yount. And to translate is none other than M11 himself, Robert Scott Field. And the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Akira Takarada. Takarada-san, thank you again for joining us here at G-Fest. It's always a pleasure to see you. Uh, being a huge fan of uh, your Godzilla films, uh, I'm not as, as familiar with, uh, with your non-kaiju um, films. What would you say was your first influence as far as uh, working without a monster on screen? Konnichiwa. 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 Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. あ、今のご質問ですけれども、もちろんあの怪獣映画もあのたくさん出ましたけれども、その他に約そうですね、190本ぐらい他の映画にたくさん出ておりました。he says, uh, besides the kaiju movie that he's been in, he has been in about 190 movies without kaiju. So. はい。そうですね。あの、戦後日本にあのアメリカの映画がたくさん入ってきまして、そしてアメリカの文化というもののそのカルチャーというか映画のカ、映画カルチャーというもので、我々本当に育ったものです。after the war, Second World War, a lot of American movies were coming into Japan. And I think it's one of the biggest influence he has was learning about the American culture through the movies that had come into Japan.映画のミュージカルあの、映画のミュージカルの例えば、あの、映画のミュージカルあの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの
And from that influence from the certain American movies that came in and learning how to sing some of these songs, a lot of the people at Toho and some of the bigwigs of other places realized that he could sing, and so they wanted to bring him into other types of movies as well. Wow, some of the songs for a movies themselves. He did some of the singing for the certain songs in the movies themselves. Wow. Uh, he was, he was uh, raised basically in Manchuria, so he, he can uh, speak man, Mandarin as well. そのために日本と香港との合作映画、日本と台湾との合作映画にたくさん出ました。もちろん、マンダリンを喋りながら。そう、because and also the movies in Taiwan and Hong Kong themselves as well, he was in a lot of those movies too. あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あ
一回日本の,のバージョンの,あのアラジンのテープを持ち、おとめ、おもてもなれるようでしたら買って聞いてみてください。Uh, chance, the Aladdin, well. saying, but, uh, はい。Not as a villain. I, I would be actually interested in hearing, hearing Jafar. Hearing the There bad is guy. a clip on YouTube, by the way, just to let you know. It is on YouTube,、uh, but、uh, I'll have to dig it up. But it, is, it can be found on the internet.、Uh, Mr. Takarada voicing Jafar and singing as the villain. So, this is a very good one. It's a very good one. あんまり悪い役はやらないっていうのは生き方もありますけど、私はいろんなあの自分のテリトリーというかその仕事の範囲を広げる意味で、あのそういった悪い役もいろんなものをやってですね、あの人間、役者である前に人間としてですね、いろんな芸を広げたいという気持ちは私常にあります。Uh, a lot of the roles that he has have, have been very, basically hero roles as well, but、uh, he takes everything as a process of thinking as a human being first and wanting to、uh, better himself in many different areas. And so when he goes into a role, he, he wouldn't mind doing something that's evil or something else because it's just part of the role as part of making himself better in many different areas. アルカポーネも生まれた時は可愛い坊やだったんで、善人です。生まれながらにしてギャングではなかったわけです。He thinks Al Capone was probably a very cute child. And he just went the wrong way. だから面白い、ああいう役を演じてもね。あの、面白い。So doing roles like that is kind of fun, where you get to play things that you hadn't thought about before, but they're evil, but actually, you know, you return to who you are. And so do you have,、uh, out of your long history of films, Do you have any of your、uh, non monster films that have struck you as,、uh, as being a, one of the best experiences in, in the Japanese film market? So, this is what I said. I'm going to go to the night in Hong Kong. The second one is Star of Hong Kong. The third one is Honolulu, Tokyo, Hong Kong. The third one is. 共演した作品がありましてそれは未だに忘れられないんですけど香港の最高に綺麗な可愛いお嬢さんと一緒に共演したこれちょっと忘れられない作品になってます。There, he did a, a trilogy in,、uh, in Hong Kong,、uh, Night in Hong Kong,、uh, Har, uh, Star of Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Honolulu Tokyo, Honolulu Tokyo, Hong Kong. And so he did these three movies, and the one thing he can't forget is the, the beauty of the actress that he played part in, with. Yeah. Yeah. それはあの昔リーシャンランといって、日本人なんですけども、中国大陸で映画に出た、あの、女優さんで素晴らしい人がいるんですけど、その第二のリコーラン、リーシャンランを作るために東方が私と香港の女優さんと組まして、スターにしようとした作品なんですね。
あのそのリコーランというのは日本人なんですけどねその人の第二のリコーランを作ろうと思って香港で有名な女優さんと私は共演させて、まあ、日本で人気を上げようとしたわけですねその一連の三部作なんです there was a Japanese actress who was famous and they did one movie like that and then they wanted to bring somebody in from Hong Kong to try to get the same type of movie and bring it to popularity and so they tried to find the best looking actress they could for that and then they made the trilogy and these are the movies he can't forget 私はあの北京語をしゃべりますからあのあの彼女が単独で日本に来て撮影して寂しいと思いますから北京語でしゃべってなんとか気持ちを楽にしたりあるいは一緒にプレイマージャンをしたりそれからあちらこちら一緒に食べに連れ,さ連れて行ってなるべく仕事がスムースに行くようにその撮影所を離れたところであのプライベートにあの彼女と仲良くなりましたけれども。まあ、それが引いては作品の,あの成功に通じたと思ってるんです。彼女が香港に行って、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、ポスターも、えー、スクリプトも出来上がったわけです。そして彼女はその打ち合わせのために日本に来たことがあります。4作目の準備のために。Apparently the three movies themselves were also popular in the hit in LA and New York and other places as well. And they had finished the three and they had just finished writing the fourth movie. All the posters, everything were ready and she had just come to Japan. それで彼女は抵抗ホテルにあの染まってたんですけれども、彼女が私と食事をしているときに、アキラ、あなたは私と結婚する気があるかと質問された。うん。And as she had come into Japan, they were at the Imperial Hotel eating together, and she looked at him in the eyes and says, Do you think you would want to marry me? <笑>私はまだ仕事をバリバリしたくてしょうがないんで、いや、今まだ君と結婚することはできないけれども、まあでも今度の第4作目で成功させたらまた考えようじゃないかということで、彼女をまあ引き止めたんだけど、考えを少しこうストップさせたんだよね。And he said, well, I'm still young and I really want to work really hard, but if this fourth、uh, installation of this movie goes well, well, I could think a little bit more towards that, yeah. <笑>なぜ彼女は私に質問かとしますと、reason why 彼女は香港のあるパーーティでである男性にプロポーズされたんですそれで、宝田、あなたは私と結婚する気があるのかどうかという彼女は質問したわけです。彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は彼女は香港に帰って4本目の作品には出なくなったんです。その前に、香港に帰る前に、私はどういう男性にプロポーズされたのかって彼女に質問しました。すると彼女は、いや、ミスター・タカラダみたいな人じゃないからって言うけど、いや、男は、人間は、これルックスじゃなくて、ハートなんだから、ど僕に似てなくてもいいから、誰なんか写真かなんかないかったら、彼女は実は写真を見せてくれたんです。そしたら、旧坂本ってすき焼きソング歌ったあの、日本の歌手がいるんですけど、あの子のようにちょっと、
残念ながらあまりいいルックスじゃなかったんで。ではここで一曲いきましょう。<笑>それでこの男性はどういう男性なのかプロポーズしてた男性はどういう男性なんですかと聞きましたら実は彼のうちその男性のうちの父親はマカオの,あの賭博場ギャンブリングのフローティングギャンブリングあとそこの総元締めのボスだった。ボスの息子ああなるほど、うん、だから結婚したいと言ってた僕は、うん、結婚しちゃう、うん、結婚したらいいって彼女書いちゃった<笑>、uh, looks, uh, so、he he says, yeah, me if you want to. <笑>映画なんてのは好きなのに2年か3年日本出ればいいじゃないか。もう結婚しなさいと。So, you should marry him. Go marry him, then just be in a movie every so often. You got enough money, you don't have to worry about that anymore.、うん、それで彼女は、まあ、僕に断れた昇進の思いで香港に帰って、結局映画出なくなって、東方カンパニーは、宝だ。お前がちょっとちょっかい出して、お前が手をつけた。どういう意味で。お前が手をつけてから彼女はもう映画出なくなって、来なくなったんだろうということで、僕は責められましたけど、僕は知りません、知りませんってチャックして、ずっとそれで通しました。東方は、そして、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女は、彼女こんな豊かにはなれなかったかもしれないって言って、ね、僕に感謝をまたされましたけれども。で、ノイケスで死んでしまいました。いまだにやっぱり2年か3年に1回は香港でその香港シリーズの上映会があってあの上映されるんですけども私もさっきも言ったように何度か行って向こうのお客さんと一緒にこういうふうなミーティングをしています。Even now, they, they do those movies every year or every other year, and、uh, every so often he is called to, to Hong Kong and they do a panel like this as well. So,、はいまあ、truly an international actor, you guys.、Uh, and so, speaking of an international. 
Productions. How did you get involved with Latitude Zero? Latitude Zero もやっぱりプロデューサーは Yoko Tanaka なんですね。それからなんと言ってもハリウッドのビッグスターが出るわけですね。そのジャセフ・カットンとか、それからシーザー・ロメロとか、そういう人たちが出るんで、まあ、まあ私も出るようになりました。それはまあやっぱり宝田が、あの、有効田中ってプロデューサーが私を勧めてくれたんで、私も勉強のためにそういうビッグスターと一緒に共演するのを望んでましたから、それがまあきっかけになりました。Basically, Mr. Tanaka, the producer, he is the one that brought this to them and having some big stars from America in it. Uh, they thought that it would be a very good、uh, experience for Mr. Tagarada, and, and they also felt that he was an up and coming star, and so he would be a good fit for the movie. Uh, looking at the, the way that they did their roles and everything else, just, it was very natural. Nothing was held back, and he really did learn a lot from his experience in Latitude Zero. やっぱりあのアメリカみたいに安くなくてやっぱり輸入してフィルムを高い値段で買ってますんであんまり NG を出す役者は怒られるんですね NG を出しますとフィルムが高くなるということで,で日本の場合あのアメリカの場合はこういうな大きなボードでこう持ってきてカチンってやってスタートアクションって言ってこうやりますけど日本の場合はこうやって小さなボードでよーいしたとカイッとこうやって取るんですね。それほどやっぱりフィルムが使いたくないもんですから。はい、well, but,、uh, of, Japan, so action, America, one, make, go! And they, they have to go very,、yeah. very quick so that they, even a second of、uh, space, they don't use it. And they get very angry at the actors if they, you know, they screw up in any of their parts in their scene. So they test, they practice, and practice, and practice, and practice. And then they finally have a, a real run of, the,、right. of what they're doing. But it's testing all the time.、Uh, just to make a side note, even in my movie, we, they made us test a lot of times. I kept,、uh, in the Jeep scene that I had, when Emily was beating the hell out of me with her, kicking me and all this stuff.、Uh, oh, did I say hell? Sorry.、Um, it was kicking me, but、uh, and they, we had to practice that a couple of times. We practiced without the Jeep, hit, kicking me and hitting me in the face. I said, We don't really need to practice it that much. And so, in the bottom of her shoes, she had staples in them because they had to give the shoes back to the designer who was taking back. The, and so, I had these staple marks in my head after I was doing this whole thing. And I was going, Itai, Itai, like Mr. Furia was before, too. Yeah. Anyway. ジョセフ・カットンさんが初めてセットに入って、用意した後カチンってやるときに、カチンってやってあの、アップショットを撮るときに、カチンとこうやるもんですから、あの、ボードにこう、白木でこう書いてますけど、その粉がふーっと垂れて、息を吸って喋ろうと思ったら、その粉が口に入って、うんってなったんだ。それはもう彼らびっくりしまして、もっとゆっくりやってくれないかと言われましたけど、いや、日本の場合はもう短くこうやってこうやって。When Joseph, Joseph Cotton was、uh, having his, there was a scene, and the way the Japanese do it, they write on the board in chalk what the scene is, etc. And they 
you know, they go really quick and they pull it out of the scene. But as they'd done that, the powder of the chalk came <laughs> off and hit him in the nose and he took a breath and went, <coughs> and he said, well, you guys got to do it slower. No, no, we don't do it slower in Japan. We got to do it very fast. And, well, all the powder is going in my nose and this and that. But uh, somehow he managed to get through. Latitude zero だったと思いますね。But latitude zero was a very, very big experience for me, and it's one of those memories I will never forget.、Uh, Richard Jacob, so. It's one of the biggest memories I have, and I'll never forget it. さっきも話したけど、そのシーザーローメロとかルイジャージェイコルとかもあのそういう方々と一緒にあのお芝居ができたことは、あの私の一ページを二百分の一の一ページを飾る作品になりましたね。Uh, on my life story, that's a very、uh, important page in my life story, being able to work with such uh, uh, high caliber uh, actors. ゴジラシリーズの,あの世界大戦争とか、ラティチュードゼロとか、フラストワンとかと、全部今やって、それで多くのファン、ちょうど年配、皆さんと同じぐらいの方々が大体駆けつけて、もう劇場常に満員ですね。うんはい In, in certain parts of Japan, even now, they bring some of these movies back and they, they show them at small、uh, movie theaters. And so, a lot of times,、uh, people do come out of the cracks to watch these movies. And so, if it's 100, 150 people that fit in a room, they usually fill the places. And they do this once a year, every other year, in different parts of Japan. So, there are still fans out there. They just don't see them as often, as like with you people out here. 大変印象的なのは、ディレクターに、あの、石郎本田さん。もう、大変おとなしい監督さんで、あの、初めてこういうふうなマンスター映画を撮るんで、彼も最初は大変悩んでいました。どう撮っていいのかということで。それで常に、あの、特殊撮影の坪倉英二特撮監督と常に打ち合わせして、撮影、あの、現場に来てもらって、それであの、打ち合わせしながら、我々もそれを聞きながらですね、どういうふうにしてお芝居をしていいのか、もう、最初に作るのは大変、やっぱりその、大変苦労しましたね。ええ、いろんなことがわからなかったんで。At the beginning,、uh, Mr. Honda is a very shy, very quiet person very, as a director. And、uh, one of the first meetings that they had when they brought Tsuburai in, they showed them the special effects and whatever they were going to do with the movies. They themselves, the actors themselves, were already there. They were there as well, listening to exactly what was going on. So they had to go through the whole process how they were going to make the movies for the actors, how they were going to make the movies special effects, and how they could work together. And they said they really had a hard time at the beginning to, to, do, to figure out exactly what. Which way they wanted to take this for the actors and for the special effects as well. One of the episodes that I forgot to mention is Yuko Tanaka and I have been working on a lot of films, but in the first Godzilla First One, I have been working on a lot of films, but in the first one, I have been working on a lot of films. He said when he was in the movies in、uh, Yuko Tanaka. 
the producer, yeah. Um, when they were in the movie, the first time he was in this movie, his first time he was going to get a lot of money for the movie. And when he they brought the movie to him, he says, "Oh, Takara, you're you're going to be a big star now. You need to have a car, a really nice car. Buy my car." <laughs> and so he had all this money, and he said, "Oh, okay." So he bought his car. He's had very little money left over. <laughs> so now he has a car. He had very little money. So he doesn't remember his big check because it went right to the producer. Demo. <laughs> 本当大プロデューサーで、あの、このゴジラ映画がヒットしたということで、東方の、本当にあの、一方ではサムライピクチャル、まあ、黒沢と、それから、としろみふねん、それから、ゴジラムービーと、それからまあ、その他文芸作品、私まして、東方は常に、東方の撮影所の前に、だいたい12本ぐらい、映画の進行の撮影している中に、私は常に4作品ぐらい出ておりました。その中に、黒沢作品が一本。それから、ゴジラを含めていろんな宝田明の主演の作品が大体4作品ぐらいでやってまして、もう本当にあの、午前中はこっちの組、午後は別の班ということで、あの、大変忙しい役。In, in the era, uh, they, uh, Mr. Kurosawa was becoming famous, Mifune, and then Toho and the Godzilla series and everything like that. In Toho, they had about 12 movies going on at one time. And during these 12 movies, he was involved with four of them. And so in the morning, he'd be doing one part of a movie. In the afternoon, he'd have to go do something else. And so this era, he really doesn't remember much of it because he's so busy every day doing all this stuff. まあ、そんな、あの、まあ、豊かな映画ですけれども、映画時代ですけれども、あの、もちろんテレビが、えっ、ー、と、昭和28年だから、テレビが日本、まあ、こう出てくるようになって、映画も少しずつこう、だんだんこういうふうな、あの、右肩下がりになってきましたけれども、昭和33年ということは、4、5、6、7、8、50数年前が、映画に、動員人口、がちょうど最高のピークを示したとして、日本人の一人の映画、あの、映画観客というのは、大体一人のお客さんが年間15本ぐらい映画見てた。In, in, until、uh, TV came out to be very popular, the movies were, of course, very popular. And they, they said that the normal average Japanese person would watch at least 15 movies a year. Uh, all of them. And so the whole country was watching at least on the average 15 movies a year. And then until TV came out. でもまああの、アメリカのように大きな、大きな資本がドーンと入ってきて、そして、えー、お金は出すけれども、口は出さないからいい作品を作れという姿勢と、日本の場合どうしてもお金を出すからって言うんで、結局、そのお金を出すスポンサーの方が口を出すもんですから、いい作品も取れないというような弊害があったことがありますね。Uh, and then, well, a lot of the times these days, in the old days, they had a budget, they had a little bit of money, but they were able to use really good stars and, and make something very good. These days, they throw out a lot of money, they just say, keep quiet, we're going to do what we want.、Uh, but in Japan, a lot of times, even if they have a lot of money, it's the people who put out the money that give us the most problems. They don't let the director and the people do their own thing, and so they run a lot of problems in this, these days. Maybe, maybe it's the same in America as well. We're, we're so used to seeing you as a leading man in the Godzilla films that you are in. Did you have a favorite lead, leading lady that you worked with? So, this is a little bit of a difference between the two. I think that the two are the same. 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 
がやっぱり好きな女優さんでしたね、一緒に共演してても。The, the three of them that he just mentioned, one of them became a Bond girl as well. They, he liked all three of those. 久美水野さんという人はあ、ゴジラ映画にもたくさん出ましたけれども、一度こっちに来て、来てあのえー、っと、JDC なんかあのお声をかけたんですけど、本人なかなか体がよ,よろしくなくて、これ来られませんでしたけども、そのうち女優さんが誰か来てくれればありがいいなと僕は思ってますけどね。At one time he did、uh, try to get Kumi Mizuno to come and、uh, you know play some parts with him as well, but for some reason the timing wasn't there and、uh, it never worked out the way he wanted it to.、はい、but he was hoping that they would have some really famous、uh, or someone who had a lot of woman who had a lot of power to be in some of these movies,、uh, a lot of star power. Did you enjoy working with the crew in 2004 for? Godzilla Final Wars as well? Godzilla Final Wars was a very interesting film. The staff of the past were all together. So, when I was in the past, the staff of the past were all together. 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 Uh, it was a lot of fun. They had, the, of course, the new crew that was doing the whole movie as well, but when they found out that he was going to be in it, a lot of the people from the old days, from the crew and the staff and everything else, came out of the world, came to see him and talk about the old days. And so he had a really great experience, and a lot of、uh, fond memories were talked about during the, the filming of the Final Wars. Mosra Tai Gojira no remake no toki ni mo, jitsu wa. 有効田中さんは病院で寝ていたんですけど、体を悪くして。でも、私が出るということで、あの、救急車で病院から来て、で、車椅子でステースタジオに来て、あり、高田さんありがとうということで握手を求められましてね。And when they did the remake of、uh, Mothra versus King,、uh, Godzilla as well,、um, what's her name? Yuko? Yuko? Yuko Tanaka. Yuko Tanaka, Yuko Tanaka she was actually in the hospital. Uh, sick for some reason, but when they found out he was going to be in the remake as well, she got into an ambulance and came to the place where they were filming to shake his hand and say, Thank you for being in the movie again. Yuriko Hoshi.、Uh, Yuriko Hoshi. Oh, sorry, okay. Yuriko Hoshi was the one that was in the movie. The world has never been so much in the world. The world has never been so much in the world. The world has never been so much in the world. The world has never been so much in the world. The world has never been so much in the world. 理解度がゴジラというものが何のために発生してきて、生まれ、この地球上に出てきたのか。それがだんだんこう理解されて、未だにこう、だんだんだんだん理解度が深まってきて、こう、あの、支持された映画というのは、しかも、もちろん、あの、記録を作るぐらいの、あの、お金を稼いだわけなんで、そういう意味では、あの、日本が作った、本当にあの、大ヒットした作品ではないかなと思いますね
like that. So there's a lot of pride in what he's done, and、uh, he's, he's glad that it happened that way. And so, Toho, Gojira, you know, Naze, so that I could get a cut, you know, Okina Hashira to stay. A part, Gensui by Hantai to Stosunia, Sekai Nimgetano, message you got out of it, isn't it? He, th- he thinks that one of the reasons that it was such a big impact was because it was,、uh, it was against the nuclear、uh, you know, uh, Weapon. weapons and stuff like that at the beginning. So, everybody, not just Japan, and Japan had been hit by two of these, not just them, but the、uh, you know, whole world was、uh, very interested and scared at the si- same time about this. And so, when everybody started to understand why Gil- Godzilla was first、uh, brought into it, they understood that and tried to cheer him on more, and that's why it lasted so long. 1954年にビキニ鑑賞で日本の漁船の第五福竜丸というのが死の灰をかぶって被爆して日本に帰ってきて船員の方が亡くなったいまだにあのあの船はそのまま保管されていますけれどもそういう状況の中でしかもかけて加えて日本は広島長崎で原爆を落とされたんで日本人が最も声を大にして言えるのはやっぱり原水爆は反対。原爆は確かにあの戦争を終わらせるための大きなインパクトであったと思いますけれども、しかし、しかしですね、もう、このですね、何十万人というのを一気に殺してしまう。しかも全ての文化も、社会も、人間をとにかくもう、そういうな、もう、ものはですね、絶対作っちゃいけないし、それが日本がメッセージ、そのゴジラに託してですね、地球上でボンボンボンボンこうやって大気汚染をしたり、こう空気を汚したり、地球科学が破壊するものを、それの、つまりなんとか、なんとか、なんでしょうかね、警告を発する人間として、アラームを発する人間として、ものとしてゴジラは、空想上のゴジラというものが、海から向くと起きて、そして、まあ、人間に対する一つの警告を発したアラームを発したというそれが一本筋が通っているのがおそらく私は支持されていまだに一つのその底辺に流れるイズムというかものの考え方が支持されているところだと思います。Uh, and that's why, one of the reasons why Godzilla came out. Not for any other reason than the nuclear weapons being a bad thing, but not just that.、Um, throwing some, you know, they, they understand that in one way they use these weapons to、uh, finish a war quickly,、uh, and they can kind of understand that, but you're thinking about hundreds of thousands of people dying in seconds. And then it also doing damage to the atmosphere, to cultures, to generations. And all these things have a big play in this, and it's, it's just a big influence. It's like a pond that starts in and just going like this all out. It's, there's, after generation after generation, culture after culture, it, it's just changed forever. And so that's probably the main point in this thing that、uh, you don't need this in the world to be happy to, for, you know, for people to get along, et cetera. And so in Japan, the message there was very huge, and they think that's one reason why this has continued so long. It's because even now, and they're having the problems with that. And so everybody's still very aware of that. Ah, I know. 
、ゴジラのファーストムービーが日本で吹き出られた2年後にアメリカで、あの、ゴジラが上映されました時には、アメリカの配給業者が、配給業者が、やっぱり原爆反対っていうのはやっぱりあの時に、ソ連とのやっぱり原爆の戦いの競争中でしたから、あの、配給業者が、つ、あの、なんて言いましょうかね、そういう余分なところは全部切って、レイモンドバー,バージョンにしてしまってしまったんで、最初の、つまり日本、日本が作った最初のゴジラの大きなテーマというのが崩れてしまったのを最初みんなアメリカの人たちは見てしまったんです。The、uh, first uh, movie that, Amina, that everyone saw here in America had Raymond Burr in it. And if the original movie, if they'd seen it, you would see the exact、uh, image, the big impact that they had. But apparently the big Companies in America, they cut out the certain parts, ones who deal with exhaust and atmosphere and things like that. They cut it out so that they would not let the Americans see exactly what the Japanese, the real message was, and that they were doing bad things. They didn't want anyone to show them. So you saw the Raymond Burr version. If you saw the original version, you would have, have gotten the message even further at that time. まあ、シカゴトリビューンか、それからあとニューヨークタイムズとか、そういうところ、あらゆる大きな、大きな新聞社の批評は絶賛だったんです、やっぱり。それだけやっぱり時代が変わったというか、減水爆に対する考え方がもう、つまり違ってきたわけですね。The era has changed,、uh, things have changed, people, have, their thoughts have changed. And so a number of years ago, they brought out the original to America. They showed the original as it was. And then all of the newspapers are now involved. They're all、uh, reporting on this movie and how it was then and how it is now. And so the, the, you know, the era has changed, the thinking process has changed. And so now, they, without cutting out any of it, they're able to show the whole thing. And everybody is basically on the same page as far as,、uh, you know, saving the, Environment, saving the people in peace, etc. Yeah.、Okay. All right, well, that's it. Thank you very much for attending. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is United Nations reporter Eric Carter with the news. The world is stunned to discover that prehistoric creatures exist in the 20th century. The armies have been alerted as we wait for more news from Japan. All right, well, we don't have a ton of news to cover for this episode, which is probably a good thing、uh, because of time.、Um, but what I did want to talk about is there's some Godzilla movie news, legendary pictures, Godzilla film, of course.、Um, and we've, we've touched on it before in other episodes, but it's definitely been confirmed that、uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was in the movie Kick Ass,、um, in addition to Brian Cranston and Elizabeth Olsen, have Been confirmed that those three actors, especially, have been confirmed to be in the new Godzilla film. And、uh, a, apparently, a French actress, I believe, named Juliette Binoche, or Binoche, I really don't know how to say her last name,、uh, is, is on board, as well as an American actor named David Stratham. So、um, those, those people are, are on board. Probably most of them are, are already in Vancouver,、uh, British Columbia, because. Uh, they are now filming. Well, not, not filming now. I guess they're starting this next week in,、uh, in BC. And that is,、uh, very interesting because I know a few Godzilla fans in the, in the British Columbia.、Uh, specifically actor, not actor, excuse me. <laughs> Godzilla, uh, big time Godzilla fan Stan Hyde lives up there. And, uh, listener to the show, Andy Campbell lives up there as well. 
He's the guy who runs the brand new Kaiju 101 podcast. And uh, he and I have been talking about the whole thing. I was going to try and go up and, and be a, an extra in the, in the production, but apparently you have to be Canadian. Don't, uh, don't really like that, but that's whatever. It's fine. I'm not going to go just get a visa to maybe get in the film. So, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Andy's going to try and sneak a kaiju cast thing in there, which is, would be hilarious. Um, but filming begins next week and, uh, apparently Andy's going to try and, and actually legitimately get into the production as an extra at some point. So hopefully we'll get a report from him about how that's all going. Uh, next up, I did want to say this is actually really important news, especially for anybody that likes comic books, but more importantly for anybody that likes Godzilla and wants Godzilla to be in the mainstream uh, or even sub-mainstream levels of media out there. IDW is launching a brand new series. They've capped off the end of their Godzilla ongoing, and they've got a brand new series called Godzilla Rulers of the Earth. And um, the reason it is so important is uh, not just because it's Godzilla. I mean, that's that's important in and of itself, and just that's pretty much all I need to uh, basically subscribe to every single issue that comes out from my comic book store. But I implore you guys to, uh, if you've been on the fence, maybe because you didn't like the writing or so forth or didn't like the art, I implore you guys to subscribe to this new uh, series because it's been uh, it's being written by Chris Mowry, who we've talked to on the show before. He is a real, real Godzilla fan. So, uh, And it's being drawn by Matt Frank, who is also, as you all know, a real, real Godzilla fan. And we've talked to people before, uh, comic book writers who say, oh, yeah, I love Godzilla. And then you ask them, uh, what's your favorite movie? And they say something like, oh, you know, the original is my favorite, or they can't name any other monsters, or... It's just apparent that they they like Godzilla, but they're not hardcore fans like many of us are. So uh, I think it's clear to everyone out there that Matt Frank and uh, Chris Mowry are hardcore Godzilla fans. Um, I went down to San Diego uh, last at the end of last month and hung out with Chris Mowry. And um, I'd hung out with him before, but this is the first time we'd actually been able to just chill like at a bar and, and talk. And we just talked about Godzilla movies and talked about other kaiju films and just all sorts of cool stuff about the King of the Monsters. And um, so it's very exciting for them to, uh, it's very exciting for them to actually be on that show, uh, on that book. And I really, really would like everyone out there to subscribe to it because it is going to be, um, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And I really hope uh, that we get to talk to them before the book comes out to, you know, sort of amp up the fans a little bit more. Uh, moving on, though, uh, on Sci-Fi Japan, there are two articles that if you are a toy or model fan, you'd, you'd uh, probably like to see. Every year, Ed Gojiteski goes to uh, Wonder Festival in Japan, and um, he always takes these amazing photos of these fantastic um, model kits. And so Sci-Fi Japan has the brand new Wonder Festival 2013 uh, article online where you can look and see all of the different cool kaiju-related statues that and uh, model kits that are being sold out there really, really uh, makes me want to go sometime. I think it would be a blast to go to Wonder Festival. I don't know how long you have to wait to get in or what have you, but, you know, you know, since I'm always in Japan, right? Anyway, uh, the next thing that's on Sci-Fi Japan is the uh, 
is X Plus has a, a new announcement for the giant alien Zarub from Ultraman. And so if you're an Ultra fan and you like the X Plus stuff, maybe you're buying it, check that out. It's a, they've got some really cool pictures of him. Oh, and one more news item. I got a news a press release from Famous Monsters of Filmland and uh, Mike Keller of Monster Attack Team. And they have a press release that says the world's oldest and best-selling monster fan magazine, Famous Monsters of Filmland, is prepared to launch its new Japanese monster and pop culture magazine, Monster Attack Team. MAT was the foremost daikaiju and Japanese sci-fi fanzine in the U.S. and is now teaming with Famous Monsters to make their mainstream debut. The semi-annual publication will focus on everything from Godzilla, Ultraman, and Kamen Rider to Japanese rock bands, anime, slash manga, art, and more. The premiere is jam-packed with exclusives like a chat with the original Godzilla, Haruo Nakajima, a look at classic Japanese heavy metal scene, exclusive features on the new Kuro Yuger, I think I said that right, and Space Sheriff Gavan projects, a review of the latest Ultraman film, and many other classic and contemporary exclusives. The cover features the new Kyoruger character and Space Sheriff Gavan painted by famous monsters artist Bob Eggleton with Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla interior cutout by Matt Frank. Each issue retails for $19.99 and will be available through Diamond Distribution, major book chains, and is available for pre-order at Captain Company. Prepare for 128 glorious full-color pages of giant battles. The issue invades shelves in May, and the famous monsters and... Matt teams will be in Dallas, Texas for Acon 24 from May 31st to June 2nd to celebrate the release. And now we're going to move on to some local events. Well, actually, these are not local events. These are these are just events you should know about. And actually, we're going to sort of expand upon those to some other cool things. Um, next weekend is Mad Monster Party in North Carolina. And you've heard us talk about it a little bit on the show. Uh, Haruo Nakajima is definitely scheduled to be there. It sounds amazing. Man, I wish I was going to be there myself. Uh, but Jeff Zorno is the uh, artist that we all know and love who makes the who was working on the Godzilla cover variants last year. And he's a huge, huge Godzilla fan. I got to hang out with him, party with him in uh, Chicago last year, which was a blast. Anyway, he's going to be there, and he's got two uh, prints that he's releasing, two Godzilla prints. Uh, one of them is a Godzilla vs. Mog Monster print that is, I think, limited to the Mad Monster Party show. And then he's got another one for King Kong versus Godzilla, which is also fantastic. And um, anyway, make sure you check out the, the link in the show notes to Mad Monster Party's website and to their Facebook event page as well, especially if you can go. I highly urge you all to be able to, uh, that can go to go to the show because it looks fantastic. Next up uh, on our roster of events that we're going to, in the middle of April, we are going to be at Monsterpalooza. So if you're in the Burbank area, the Los Angeles area, and you're interested in uh, hanging out, if you're interested in monsters, and uh, if you're interested in seeing the Ultraman actors, Bin Fuyura, Susumo Kurobe, and Hiroko Sakurai, you should definitely come out to Monsterpalooza. It's, um, it's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, the closer we get to the show, the more uh, amped up I am. Uh, just thinking about going down there and like seeing all the vendors and seeing everything that's happening is just extremely exciting for me. And, you know, what we're what we're trying to figure out is a time where we can actually have a listener party as well, because it would be a lot of fun to meet up with some uh, L.A. people because I've never been to L.A. for, you know, anything Kaiju cast related. And Jeff is going to be there, too. So 
That is awesome. Monster Palooza is the 12th through the 14th of April in Burbank, California, and I'll have a link in the show notes to that as well. Uh, the next the next big thing that we're going to be part of is Stumptown Comics Fest at the end of April, and then in May we're going to be in Crypticon. May is the same uh, the week the Memorial Day weekend up in Crypticon, and at the end of the show I'm going to play a, a spot for them as well. But um, I'm going to be doing two panels there. One is going to be like the first time I went, where I sort of did like a roundtable discussion, and then I've got another one that I'm working on, which is really going to be fantastic. If you like giant monsters and you live in the Seattle area make sure you check out Crypticon Seattle. So that's May. In uh, June, on June 22nd, in San Leandro, California, at the Bow Theater, the return of Godzilla Night is happening. And they're going to be showing uh, Godzilla vs. Mothra from 1992. I said them out of order. Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah from 1991. Both films are going to be shown back-to-back. And they're going to have uh, Kodoja, or sorry, Big Pimp Jones, the guys who do Kodoja are going to be playing, and I'm going to be there, and the uh, the horror host Balrock is going to be there with his crew, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of other awesome stuff going on. We're going to have a table there, so uh, again, check the link in the show notes for that. And we're going to be at two things in July, starting from uh, July 12th through July 14th. Uh, G-Fest is coming back to the Crown Plaza O'Hare in uh, Rosemont, Chicago you know, Chicago area. And uh, this year, their special guests have been announced, and they are Shinichi Wakasa, the suit maker from the Millennium series, and Tom Kitagawa, who actually played Godzilla uh, in most of those Millennium series films. It's very exciting news. Um, most exciting because I haven't seen those guys since 2004, and uh, specifically I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Wakasa because I, I'm hoping that... Uh, he's okay with me visiting him again next time I go back to Japan. Um, But basically, there's also another guy who's going to be there, um, independent filmmaker Shizuo Nakajima, and, uh, of course, Robert Scott Field. But Nakajima is the guy who made the uh, Godzilla vs. the Wolfman fan film, and uh, he's going to be presenting, I guess, footage, and uh, there's going to be a whole presentation about that. I can't wait to see see how that's going to go. That is going to be from July 12th through July 14th in Chicago, Illinois. And then the, the following weekend, going to be at San Diego Comic-Con. There's only one uh, San Diego Comic-Con where they can have a lot of coverage for the new Godzilla film, at least if they released it um, on time. And that is going to be this year, 2013 San Diego Comic-Con. So I'm sure you'll be hearing more about these things from me as time goes on. Uh, But basically, we're going to close out the show. And if you found the podcast through iTunes or some other podcast directory, make sure you point your web browsers to kaijucast.com for all of the amazing things that we do and talk about here on the show. Uh, There's the full list of Daikaiju discussion. Uh, That whole schedule's up there. Every episode can be downloaded. Basically, everything KaijuCast is there. Oh, hey, you know what else we did? We just finished our commentary for War of the Gargantuas. Check the link in the show notes to that. But also, you know, feel free to subscribe to not only the KaijuCast, but the KaijuCast commentaries as well. Uh, We are going to close out the show with a song that's actually a request um, from one of our listeners named... Joe, lots of J people this month. I'm not sure what's what's up with that. But uh, Joe requested to hear Monster Man from Devo. Uh, So that is what we are going to play. And until next time, do your homework for the Daikaiju discussion. 
The Mysterians uh, by the end of this month, and I will see you later. Jamata. back in aught nine. It was much smaller then. Yeah, these beasts do tend to grow with the years. Even back then, I knew this one was a killer horror convention. The best and only one hot in the Pacific Northwest. It's in the eyes. Those lifeless, black, dead eyes. Where do you think it is now? Oh, it's a-coming. It's all a waiting game now. What was that? Did you see that? Crypticon got Tom Savini. I love Tom Savini. And I think I saw Joe Bob Briggs in there, too. Watch now. There, there! I saw Adrian King. I saw it. Crypticon was covered in panels and a writer's contest and a film festival. And right on top, that huge, terrifying makeup contest. That's the part you'll see coming over the way as you will. Here it comes again. I saw Nicholas Brendan and Lou Temple and Josh Stewart, Diane Franklin, Vincent M. Ward, Fred the Hammer Williamson. Crypticon is stuffed to the gills with celebrities this time around. Hey, there's someone out there. With a life vest. Oh, that's not a life vest. That's just Cassandra Peterson. You know, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, we're going to need a bigger dealer's room. Crypticon Surfaces, May 24th through 26th. Check the website crypticonseattle.com for more information.